0: and good evening everyone this is at home with trisha and uh like i said last night in my my test run uh this will be our official time slot our official hour well half an hour of kind of talking and recapping from our week with remote learning and teletherapy with special education at home. Um, so for tonight, I just wanted to recap what happened for us last week and kind of like pre preemptively prepare for what's to come for this week. So um, last week, we had um, all our services and we even had virtual uh, physical education last week. Friday, um, we did PE remotely at home um, and we exercised with the PE teacher Um for a couple of minutes because we had uh, Fridays, we have uh, physical therapy for 30 minutes. So we ended up getting into the, to the call a little bit later than expected. Um, so <laughs> it's interesting because when this thing first started, um, I was so lost and trying to figure out what that looked like. And for for me, I didn't have much of equipment when it came to stuff for physical therapy. So we had to get creative. And what was the creative piece? It is the figuring out how to find weights and what the weights look like. So my weights were um, one pound bags of lentil beans and we kind of tied it to his waist and in order to tie it to his waist clearly he's a small guy and um I don't really have a belt for him per se because all his clothes are uh, either elastic with drawstring or the um elastic denim uh with uh, the adjustable waist. So for him, that's pretty much the extent of a belt. Uh, so I had to take one of my um, robe belts. So I have maybe two robes and the belts detach. Bless you. Um, and utilize that to tie around his waist a couple of times and then stick the bean bag the bean bags, the bags of beans in each side of his waist. Um, and with that, we created the two pound weights, um, for him. And then, uh, initially, because he has a problem extending his thumbs for my family members and those listening via Facebook, um, so he has a problem extending his thumbs out; they they tend to stick in. So if you're thinking you're counting one, two, three, four, and you have the thumb in as the fifth finger, um, that's kind of what it looked like. And so we utilized the um, pill bottles. So I had a pill, a bottle of Excedrin and a bottle of aspirin, and utilized those two as a resource for him to keep his thumbs extended out. Uh, we did that for the first week. And um, in speaking with my mom, I'm telling her the, the kind of anecdotes at home for um, the physical therapy. And I said, you know, if we have, I'm looking for one pound weights. And she said she had one pound weights at home. So now we're actually utilizing actual weights for him, um, in his hands. And then, so his, even though the one pound weights are kind of skinnier, uh, we're utilizing the weights also as a strengthening tool because he has very, um, weak upper body strength. Um, as a baby, he did not crawl per se. And so with crawling uh you were able to get upper body strength which he lacks and there he is in true fashion um if you're if you're watching me on facebook you're you're gonna see him in the background slightly escaping from laying down um so with with that uh the weights are going to help him and then um The weights around his waist are helping his core, Um, but in addition to that, we're also figuring out other tools to utilize that he utilizes at school. So for physical therapy, he also uses a weight, uh, one of the uh, exercise balls. So if you um, have one of those big balls, I know a, a lot of people utilize them now at their desk to sit at. And um so he utilizes that ball to kind of create also a resistance and control. Again, okay, a kun matada. But well, remember you're supposed to be sleeping, no? No, yes, <laughs> um, so um so the ball is also helping him in the process as well as, as the strength training piece. And I don't have one of those balls, shockingly, but I do have basketball. So we're utilizing that. It kind of works for him in the same fashion um, because he's that small and he can utilize a basketball. Um, and then, um, Other creative pieces have been utilizing step stools because we have that for him to utilize the the sink and in the bathroom, Uh, a box of water to sit on. Um, We've utilized that for trunk rotation exercises. Um, What else have we utilized? Um, I think that's it for him for OT. Uh, for for PT for OT, luckily enough, uh, I was able to um, have some of the things in place already, just based off of um, his uh, parent teacher conferences and discussing certain techniques or tools that would be helpful for him at home uh, for. OT and one of them was an easel. Uh, One side has a dry erase board and the other side has a chalkboard. And so the chalkboard piece, it is uh, for him to utilize chalk. It's a little tricky because of, you know, the texture for him has always been an issue. Um, But the dry erase board piece, that side has a... um, where you can mount paper onto. And so we have construction paper that he can utilize and we paint on it and draw on it. And so of course, luckily enough, I had that um, in my uh, repertoire already of items that we can use. So we've been using that for OT. He also had a, um, if you've ever seen the, little uh, refrigerator mount device where you can put the letters into it and it makes you turn it on and it makes the noise for the um the letters so it tells you the letter it sounds it out and what what thing goes with that letter so we've we've had that so for OT usually she'll utilize um a specific letter so we're doing F and L and I'll put the letter on the dry erase board because it also is magnetic. And uh, putting it on the dry erase board, letting him be able to visualize the letter as well as learning how to write. So he hasn't really gotten the, the gist of the craft. He's a lefty. Let's start there. He's a lefty. And with my son being a lefty, And nobody believed he was a lefty. Um, He was being taught to write with his uh, right hand. He has a little nugget. He's also ambidextrous. So he'll switch from his left to his right. Um, When he gets tired with one hand, he'll utilize the other hand, but he's predominantly a lefty. Um, And thankfully enough, his dad is a, a basketball player an enthusiast, um, and was the one that kind of really put a nail in it that he is a lefty because of the whole basketball thing. Uh, You can tell by the way he dribbles the ball or something like that. Um, But I noticed how he would utilize just that hand to pick things up, eat with, and then he would change to his right hand. So, With that being said, it was a little bit of an argument to make sure that he could, um, he was working with the hand that was his dominant hand and not being forced to utilize the other hand based off of what people think it should be. Um, So now he, I'm at home, and of course I know, I said his hand was the left hand, and I've been working with the left hand at home, and... Um, just him. Th- they're using a, I guess it's a technique where you you put dots at least three three inches apart, and so it's having him start at one dot and then stop at the other dot and not going beyond the dot. And that was a little hairy um, to begin with, but as of Thursday he was doing really well in, in starting and stopping at the dot and then going across and stopping. So he was kind of mastering that um and but still writing letters. I don't think he's really there yet. Um but I do notice that I mean but he he does really well when you give him the accolades like so if he accomplishes starting and stopping um i as soon as he finishes i'll get all excited and he likes that and i guess you know just in general when we do stuff at home um it's like a party so i guess in in his learning that'll help him accomplish a little bit better um and feel like he's he's Actually making some headway. So that's the new technique for me that I've learned this week is that we just I just have to um continue with the praise. So as soon as he does something great, yay! Um, and letting him know that he's doing a great job and in, in what he's doing. N- Speech is super awesome. That was the first thing that um I, I was happy about and I felt very comfortable and, and happy on the progress that was happening in remote learning teletherapy because um, he sat there, he listened, he answered the, the, the questions being asked of him based on the story. And I was pleasantly surprised at that that was the first thing that was like going smoothly um, for him. Uh, even more so this week, his last therapy session, uh, I had a conference call I had to jump on. And while in a conference call, his therapy session started. I stepped away from the call and then put him in therapy for the 30 minutes and perfectly. Uh, I had no issues with with him leaving um because usually his attention span is is, is uh, a little skewed <laughs> and uh, so it de- it takes him a little bit less a um, uh, uh, time to like really get into it. But for speech therapy, he really gets into it. He participates. His speech therapist is is phenomenal. Um, her daughter is phenomenal. She gets in on, on a therapy session. And, and I mean, I love it that, that he gets to also interact with other kids because he's the only child at home. So he gets to be able to see and interact with other kids that kind of understand him a little bit. Um, and she's this little girl is super compassionate. Um, so it makes it a, a great experience um in the sessions. So the rest of it is a little bit iffy. Um, because I attempted um, like so many other parents, I'm attempting to teach him. And I realized that I was more frustrated in. Um, trying to teach him so the basic things that I thought, like, we did, like, okay, I'm we can count, count from one to 10, count from one to 20. And he was able to do that. Um, in attempting to do that, I realized, like, what is going on? He's it looks like he regressed and he doesn't know how to count from one to 10, and he can't count from one to 20 like he used to. What happened? Um, And I think most of it is part of, I'm not a teacher. I don't know techniques of how to best do it. I'm his mom and I know how to be his mom and I know how to teach him as his mom. Um, And we are home and this is his home environment. And this is what makes him happy because at school, when he's at school, he has to come home. Um, I don't want to make it a a bad environment for him where he does not want to um be here because we might be in here for quite a while based on how things are going. So for me, I had to take a step back and realize that um this is has to be a safe space for him. And what do I need to do? And how do I need to make it work? And how do I need to keep his learning going, but not making him frustrated? Well. Go back to square one, conversational. That's how he's grown and learned so far from me. And that's how we're going to keep it growing. It's a lot of conversational stuff. What else works for me? The other thing that works for me is um, his shows. Um, people might judge you for it and say, oh, why do you make them make him have so much TV time? You'd be surprised what he has picked up from this TV time. Um, and I'm not talking about uh, soap operas and all this other stuff and boondocks and none of that, and you know, none of that stuff. Um, what he is watching is the Disney Junior channel. And what he's watching on Disney Junior is Mickey Mouse. Yeah. And he is watching Tots. If you don't know Tots, Need to be up on tots. I love tots because tots is the stork delivery. Oh, uh, you want to know? Oh, why am I letting my son watch stork delivery? No, they're delivering animals. And his favorite thing is animals. Um, and every episode they're delivering a new animal, but in their delivery, they're teaching you about the animal. So before the stork can deliver said animal, they have to find out where they live, what kind of climate they live in. Um what does the the animal eat? What kind of animal it is? Um, and they're also teaching you so many other things within in a whole episode. Um, what's what's his other what's their yeah. other favorite show Matt? Lion, Lion guard. Lion guards is also another favorite. You're thinking about um, animals as the same animals, but in a different environment, what that looks like. Um, and we have conversations about it. And he asked me questions. Please. Fully. Yes. <laughs> um, and and we have conversations all the time. And he asks me, you know, just general questions throughout the house. What am I doing? And I'll tell him what I'm doing. And then he'll ask again. Oh, because this is the world of, of our children. They repeat. And so when he asks again, I'll ask him back what what am i doing even though i've answered already i'll ask him back um after answering a couple of times um i'll ask him and he'll respond back um for me so far what i've realized is that within this i think we've been on quarantine for three three weeks he's been home for three weeks i think something like that Um. What does quarantine look like? Um, quarantine has been a lot of ups and downs, a lot of stressors, but he has, I realize, he has grown a little bit. What? What is his growth? His growth is him having a little bit clearer language. Um, before a lot of it was uh, not clear in his speech, the words were not, um, very clear and now words are becoming clearer sounding clearer i'm being able to recognize that he is saying instead of saying v he says b so instead of saying tv he says tb so not before he used to say it and i it didn't really click to me and certain things don't click in the moment because you're rushing through life and and not realizing um, a lot of things. And for me, that's what it is now. It's recognizing certain things that are not super clear and what that looks like for him and being able to either help him through it or or finding out how to help him through it. Um, So my teaching technique is... (laughs) Here, you can watch your Disney Junior. Here, you can watch your iPad. And it's interesting because on his iPad, we do um, YouTube kids. Purely just kids' videos, kids' shows. He likes Vampirina. He knows about vampires and dogs and um, Batty. Going Batty. Um, batty? Batty. So with that, those shows are if you don't know the kids shows are in various languages and he listens to them in the various languages so i feel like out of all of that stuff he might come out of it learning a language or two that i don't know um but he watches intently he listens to it um so with that, I, I, I mean, I don't mind, of course, very much so monitoring um, all of that. Um, another thing his, is his appetite throughout this whole process. He's eating a lot more than he used to. Um, he was born failure to thrive. And failure to thrive means he's very underweight. Um, and his capacity to eat was never really there. Uh, now he's eating all day, every day. He might eat out my quarantine food at the rate he is going. Um, but that's awesome, and I'm excited for it because that's something that uh he was never doing before, and he might just put himself in another um bracket once we come out of this. Uh, if we can ever make it to any of his doctor's appointments, oh. But also, what else? What does, what does quarantine remote learning look like for me? Um, it's figuring out how to also maintain life as, as you know it. Um, maintaining business. Uh, trying to do work. And what does that look like? Um, losing work. Because uh, not being able to to keep up, um, I'm a single mom, so it's just me and him here, and it's hard. It's very hard, and I by the end of week two, I cried. I I just go into the, use the bathroom, and then just out of nowhere, just started crying. Um, and I cried a long time because you know, there's this stressors as being a, a parent of a child with a disability and doing it all on your own and trying to maintain um a personal life and a social life and and ugh, hey, a romantic life. Why not? Yeah. Throw, throw that in there, D- you know, dating dating with a child with a disability is a totally different ball game. Um, yeah. But now we're in quarantine yeah. and, and now we're doing remote learning and now we're going into week four of quarantine. And I think this is gonna be week yeah. three of remote learning. Um, and now hearing all these different changes that's happening with uh, remote learning uh one of my my biggest um like digs or, or gripes is that what? the the special education piece is always being left out of the conversation um a lot of conversation is about remote learning but what does that look like for you know, our kids and, and how, how do we help them through all this? Um, and, and helping parents, helping the parents through all of this. What does that look like? Because it's, it's not easy and you're having to now physically do services yourself where you're not educated in it, um, not trained in it. And now you have to do it. Uh, physical therapy is very hands-on occupational therapy is hands-on and i'm concerned about regression and me possibly doing more harm than good for him because i don't necessarily know appropriate ways to hold him or ways to 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 position him and and i'm if, even though i get very good help and assistance and guidance from his therapist. But I, I am, I'm nervous about not being able, being able or capable of, of maintaining where he, he was before all of this and keeping him regimented or or on the same or right path um, in his progress uh once we are all out of this okay. it's 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 just gonna be a lot it's gonna be a lot and it's scary to to see or figure I have to figure out what this looks like um my whole thing has always been when we get out of this and people are people don't want to hear it or don't want to admit it, but it'll end up being business as usual for a lot of people. And you won't be able to deny that. People will get back to work. We live in New York City. So the hustle and bustle will probably go right back to where it was. Because it's not like you can sit back and not work and not hustle. like Because that's what New York is about. It's about the hustle. Um, Gen Ed will be Gen Ed and those kids will go back to school and they'll sit at desks and, you know, continue the program as, as normal <laughs> for special education. I like you. God bless you. Um, mm-hmm. That looks different. Cause it's not only getting back to the classroom here, maybe doing, you know, t- it might take a, a month, two months to get back into the rhythm of things for special education especially these children that have related services it's not one month two months this could look like one year two years to get them back into or get them back on the path or getting them back into the rhythm of where they were prior to this it's not months it's not mere months and and that's who i'm advocating for it's not for the kids that it'll take just going back to school in September or going back to their regular um, day of education. It's having to figure out kids that are missing services, kids that are now regressed so far back that this will be a nightmare for them. There's not enough providers to give rsa so that it can come home and help them at the end of the day and and come on what does that look like are we back now into quarantine pretty much because now we're trying to help our kids get back on track and and speeding that up what does that look like (sighs) um this next week is going to be a rough one because we are um probably going into something new to to do remote learning or remote whatever this is. Um, hopefully, you know, it, it all goes well and it runs smoothly, but there's so much discussion to be had about this and there's so much parents need to to know or, or need support in. And this is a lot. This is a lot for our kids and a lot of kids need to, are still struggling with it and and still struggling with the new regime because i mean even though my little person does pretty well um being at home well loves being at home with me he does ask you know about the bus and going to school and his teachers and you know i'm there's no real answer and a lot of times that does not suffice for them um and they and he will continue to ask and then of course he'll forget and then the next day'll come and and so on and so forth. And it's how do you deal with that? How long can we deal with that? And what does that look like? Um I do hope at the end of all this that um you do know that you're not alone in this journey on any given day, and you're definitely not alone as we enter um, week three of remote learning in quarantine. Um, you like- definitely reach out to us. Reach out, ask questions, or share anecdotes. Uh, you can find us on uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I think that's it. And. Uh, send us a message, uh, send us a, a heart, send us, uh, a hashtag, send us, uh, anything, or oh, website that you like, or videos, uh, we like to do dance, dance-offs, so, um, send us a video that you think will be fun to dance to, or a song that you think will be fun to dance to, um, also, websites, therapy websites, good tips, good websites for speech, good websites for OTPT that, that actually show hands-on how to do certain things. If you have websites like that, um, definitely pass them on. I would uh, greatly appreciate it, and I'll pass it on to my followers. So, for Facebook and Instagram, you can find us at Perfect Piece of the Puzzle, and what else is there? Uh, for Twitter, it's ppop underscore zero nine one six. And if you have any questions, you can email us at questions at perfect pop dot org. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this wonderful live podcast and my Facebook followers, uh, wonderful live posts. Uh, we hope that uh we can see you or hear from you uh i'm gonna try and invite some of my wonderful friend advocates to the next podcast and i have them share some tips and tools i'll invite some other wonderful people that i know that have been a inspiration to me and have helped me throughout this journey. I do hope that you took away something from this or at least feel um, a little different venturing into the coming week. Stay safe. Stay well Um, from at home with Trisha and perfect piece of the puzzle. We really appreciate your time and I will see you next time.